0: What is going on? It is episode six of Baseball Rants. I'm Coach Kilgore with uh,
1: Fours over here. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, another day talking baseball. I can't believe
0: we are six episodes in already. I love that baseball season's coming, and I'm starting to watch my movies tonight. Oh, are you? Yep, I am excited. Okay. Uh, the last couple of times, my child has woken up, it seems like, every single time right when I'm trying to watch it. So sure. I'm like, no, this is going to be uninterrupted. You know, I'm going to watch my movie, and so... Right. Uh, about to start the movies, and uh, softball season's getting ready to kick off. you got a meeting here soon yeah. for uh, Running the Park. But, yep. uh, you know, we're right in the middle of what we say the boring part of spring training, and not a lot of news really going on. No, it. I saw today that uh, um,
1: Tyler Clippert signed a minor league deal with the Blue Jays. Yep. Um, last night, I believe Ichiro yep. signed a, a, a one-year deal with the Mariners again.
0: Well, and the Mariners had a couple injuries yep. out in the outfield—six weeks for left fielder, right fielders tweak something. I, I think that's a good move for them.
1: Yeah, it's a good move. And uh, Tim come officially, the hopefully the closer um, in Texas. And I saw a video today that he is exclusively working out of the stretch. So something Absolutely we had talked about. A must. I think it's a good move. So. Um, Less of the
0: Herc and jerk, and here let's let's go. Yeah,
1: I mean, so like you said, I mean, we're in the just the boring days. I was on, uh, I was watching the Royals and uh, Padres last night. I watched about a third of an inning, and I said, I, I I just can't.
0: You know, I'm not. I if I'm there, I can watch it all day. I can't watch this garbage. Of these minor leaguers that we'll never hear from again
1: No, and I'm, I'm, a pers- I'm one that I would rather If I'm going to watch a prospect play I'm watching college baseball right now Yeah, I mean, that that's, makes some more sense I'm watching college baseball Some, you know, meaningful games That's kind of what I'm watching now I'm not watching a whole lot of spring training So No,
0: I'm not a big spring training guy myself either But, hey, we're, we're getting closer We're now in March And March is going to be baseball season and and the kickoff to the season's coming up, so you can't say that we're not excited about what's going on. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we, 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 we got a game that we've created, and that's what we're going to ho- spend the whole show on today. And I think that the, people are going to enjoy that part, actually. Absolutely. Uh, so, it's nothing original, per se, but it's your starting nine on a budget, which we've extended out to your starting 12. Yep. We have a starting a uh, pitcher, a reliever, and a DH, and a manager. Yeah. So uh, everybody comes with a budget. $5 is the most expensive. Goes down to $1. And then you you go off career stats, off, you know, there's some things that play into all of them. But for the most part, it's very accurate for guys that some might say, oh, this guy's not even a top 10. But for the most part, all these guys are top 5, 7. In their position of all time. Yeah. Uh, killed most of the dead ball era because I don't believe in the dead ball era as being much relevant. It's
1: hard, man, because it's it's all on paper. That's the hardest part is just, you, you know, for, for... there is There are some players in here that we've... A few of them deserve to be in there. Yep, that we haven't witnessed, you know, playing a live game. Um, but I mean, you hit it on the head earlier with this list it's there's no right or wrong answer, I don't think, no, not at all. It's just something fun we put together, just to kind of you know, and I think one thing that you'll see about my team um hopefully different from Jeremy's is the style of play we like, yeah I, and I think that that'll show up um a lot just in how we set up these teams we're gonna we're going to um first explain our by position and then we're gonna get into a lineup yes. which which I think was harder. Although,
0: and like we said, there's no wrong answers. Right. Here. All these guys are fantastic players. We avoided some of the steroid era. We don't have many current players in there. Right. We have a few. Yep. But not a ton because they're still playing out their careers. We know a few guys are at the end of their careers. Could have been on here too. Yep. And if you guys want somebody else on your list. Have at it. But we'll post the list tomorrow. Uh, I left my laptop at work, and I have the whole list on there. And and just just to run through
1: you, I'm not going to give away all my stuff yet. My eighth and ninth hitters are Hall of Fame players, by the way.
0: Almost everybody on this <laughs> list is going to be a Hall of Fame player if they're not already. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that I only have one, two guys that are not Hall of Famers. How's that? Um, I think
1: I have... Yeah, maybe two on mine. I know yeah. one for sure.
0: I, I know one for sure that frustrates the fire out of me that he's not. Yeah. And I'm assuming that the way we've talked, uh, uh, how things are going, uh, that it might be the same player. But we'll wait and see. But uh, instead of, instead of beating around the bush, Jeff, I'm so excited. I've texted you about this for six days now. I know. I want to get going. So I'm gonna introduce the first list if that works. Yeah. So uh I'm I'm really excited about this list. We're gonna start with catchers and we're gonna work our way around the horn. So uh at five dollars is Johnny Bench, the ten time gold glover, the the you know, what I would say is the rock of of the Reds organization for a long time. Mm-hmm. At four dollars, guy that I didn't realize stats were this good. I knew he was great player but not this good, Yogi Berra. Mm-hmm. What a Yankees legend, and, and he had the personality of a catcher. Yeah, you know, talking all the time. He oh, yeah. everybody knew. Uh, third is who I consider the best three dollar um, is the best defensive catcher of all time in my opinion. Yvonne Rodriguez Cannon could hit, yeah, but uh, overall just the best defensive catcher. Um, a guy that I think got overlooked in his career is going to be at two dollars is Carlton Fisk, the the original Pudge, mm-hmm. but uh. I think that he kind of got overlooked, so he'll be the $2 catcher. And then uh, went a little bit on the offensive end for the dollar catcher with Mike Piazza. Love Mike Piazza's story. I love how he handles pl- people. I love the talks that we get with Piazza. So I, I think that he- you you can't go wrong with any of them. Nope. But uh, we'll go ahead, and I'm going to give you, at no surprise to you, Johnny Bench, the 10-time Gold Glover. The best overall catcher. I don't think he was the best offensive. I don't think he was the best defensive. But he was a big guy. Rocket of an arm. I'm spending five of my $36, by the way, is is everybody. 12, 12 so you can average $3 a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Bench is my $5 guy. There's just not anybody better than Johnny Bench. And... Everything he did was fantastic. Controlled the big red machine. He was kind of the 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 grease that made the wheel go in my opinion and just a cannon of an arm. So, I'm going Johnny Bench. He had uh I believe an on-base percentage 342 and a batting average of 267. Kind of in the middle 453 range wherever he needed to be six range of that big red machine. But defensively, And offensively, the combined, I'm going Johnny Bench.
1: All right, so for my catcher, um, I set my team up um, like uh, any baseball mind would. I focused up the middle. So what I did, I went a little cheaper route, and I went $3 Pudge Rodriguez. That was my second choice. I think, you know, as far as how my lineup is set up, I don't need a big bopper and a catcher. I need a catcher that's going to catch the ball – Throw the ball, block the ball, especially with my starting pitcher. Yeah. I I went pudge. I, I think that's for me, I'm more than willing to pay three dollars for Pudge. Not that I'm not willing to pay five dollars for Johnny Bench, um, but I went three dollars pudge. I thought for me, that's the best
0: um, up the middle for what your team's built for. Yep. Absolutely. Now, Jeff, we're in the Kilgore Man Cave Studios, as I like to call it. Absolutely. You see that I have all these red memorabilia on the wall. I do. And then you see something besides my Muhammad Ali stuff that sticks out to you down at the end there. There's a bobblehead, and there's a figurine, Pudge Rodriguez. He was my idol growing up. That's why I started rooting for Texas Rangers. I have a bunch of Texas Ranger stuff. I still wear a Texas Ranger hat Yep, all the time, so Pudge is my... Uh, Go to for number two, or uh, for your catcher, I you don't go wrong with Pudge by any stretch, but we could sit and talk about this the entire day. Both that was my number two, and I changed it back to bench because I was switching because I wanted an extra dollar or two. Sure, but yeah, so uh, sure. Why don't we go ahead and go on to first base? All right, we're going to
1: first base. Uh, Five dollar player, uh, Lou Gehrig. Um, the best. You don't really have to say, you know, in much more. Um, Four dollar player Stan Musial, which I'm a Cubs guy, but um, could play ball, um, both sides of the ball, of course.
0: Oh, one of the best defensive first base, right? right. Just a wizard over there. Yep.
1: Um, third, uh, excuse me, three dollar player
0: Jimmy Fox. Um, He's one of the few somewhat on the edge of that dead ball era but yeah you yep. just can't uh, you can't discuss first baseman without Jimmy Fox being up there
1: right absolutely and then i believe we go into two players here which are the only active players
0: if i'm not mistaken uh we got one more we uh made a change last minute yeah but we, we so have
1: three active players yep, three active players so number 2 Albert Pujols um you know made a made a career in um St. Louis um, started as a third, or started as a
0: left fielder. Left fielder played outfield, played third, third base, base, second came, base. Yep. and then so, moved over to first.
1: Moves over to first. Um, more of a DH now, but played a lot at first base. Yep. Um, two again. That's a two dollar player. Um, One dollar player. Miguel Cabrera. Again, another um, move to first base. Uh, there's not much you know more right now. Um, Miggy to me good player as well. Um, triple Crown player. So um again, that's Lou Gehrig, Stan usual. Jimmy Fox, Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera, Jeremy. Who's your first baseman?
0: Uh Albert Pujols. Okay. Uh don't like the Cardinals. Don't care for the Cardinals whatever you want to say, but I think for overall career just under 100 war, 99.4 and 614 home runs. Guy that just for so long just tore apart the National League. He's not ha- he had a really bad year last year. A two forty one hmm. average kind of killed his value. Hit five hundred. Hit his 500th home run five? last year
1: or the year before.
0: Oh, that's a couple years. Six hundred. Six hundred. Six hundred. Yep. Yep. yep, yep Six fourteen yep. on the home runs, but he just did a little bit of everything. Just under 400 on base. A .561 uh, slugging. nine forty seven OPS. That's that's killing it. Yep. So I can't argue for how my team is built. Pulhos is the right guy that I'm not relying on in the middle of the order. Sure. So, uh, but he can he can clean some things up. And there was a time where he was the most feared hitter in baseball Absolutely. for five seven straight years. Yep. And still, there's times where you go, hey, if he bounces back, he can go back to back. or. Old Albert, very quickly. Oh yeah. So yep. I, I went pool holes. So where, where you at, Jeff? I went one dollar Miguel Cabrera,
1: and here's why. And here's why. For one dollar, I'm getting a triple crown winner.
0: Might be the steal of the entire list.
1: Um, someone that that could, and we've seen in the last couple of years, did he made he went back to that third base position? Yep. Could play either corner, but is he the is he the best defensive first baseman on this list? No. No. But with who I have in the field, there's not going to be many errors thrown to first base, hopefully.
0: How many gold gloves are in this list? Exactly. Absolutely.
1: So um, I thought a dollar for Miguel Cabrera is an absolute steal. Uh, especially for, you know, we've kind of pinned, and that's what's difficult about this, is we've pinned him a dollar up to March 7th, 2018. Yeah. So, so you don't really, you know, but... As far as, you know, from day one to now, I'm going Miguel Cabrera for a dollar. That's really a a no-brainer to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I can't argue that. And he was one of the others that uh, if I needed another dollar, that's where I was going. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think you can go wrong. And so that's what's exciting like we said. There are some guys still in the league that might be on this list in 5 years. Oh yeah. You know. Absolutely. And being a homer, Vado could eventually be on this list if he yep. continues for the next 7 years. Yep. Not that he probably will, but you got to say that he might be top 15 already. Yeah. So, uh you know, but I I don't argue the Miggy uh buy by you. I think that's the best dollar value on the entire list. Uh, we'll see relative here. I think that we're going to move right on to second base, and I think this is the one where you're going to argue maybe the best value. So, mm-hmm. uh leading off is, is the guy that broke the color barrier, you know. This guy was everything as Jackie Robinson. Yep. The movies after him, you know. And that doesn't play a lot into what we do, but this guy, he could do it all. Mm-hmm. Career stats say that multiple times he might be the best second baseman. Yep. Um, really from the offensive perspective, he could play a little first. He he didn't have the arm to play on the left side of the field, but he he had the range to play on the left side of the field, Mm -hmm. I think. so. uh, At at $4 is Joe Morgan, uh, two-time MVP, ten-time Hall of Famer. So that that's another one. Rod Carew, the guy that does not get enough credit for what he did, especially on the offensive end. Not at all. Not Rod at all. Carew is one of the most underrated players of all time. He is mm-hmm. our $3 second baseman. I love Rod Carew, and so I, I really wanted to put him on this list. I thought about moving him to four and Jackie down to three. Right. So uh, at $2, I'm going to go Roberto Alomar. Mm-hmm. Defensively, in my mind, best second baseman. Yep and then Ryan Sandberg the uh cub there yep. at a dollar and I'll explain why in a little bit why we put him at a dollar mm-hmm. once I find out where you're going with your list where I'm going with my list I will tell you why I put him at a dollar okay so because these are the, we're going over careers but right. uh who is your second baseman
1: my second baseman is Hall of Famer $1 player Ryan Sandberg. And, and okay. Here, and here's why.
0: Yeah. Yep, so we're going And, and right by in. the way, just a tidbit, we didn't go over each other's list beforehand. No. We do not know who the other guy chose by nope. any stretch. Nope. So um, I went
1: $1 player um, for a number of reasons. I think, for me, this was the hardest decision of any position was second base. Yeah. Um, like you said, I, if I went $1 more, I went Roberto Clemett. Rod Carew? Excuse me. If I went $1 more, I went... um, uh, Alomar. uh, Robbie Alomar. You know, in his prime with uh, Vizquel up the middle, there was no better one. I don't know if I've ever seen a better defensive. Um, $3, you went Rod Carew, who's going to give you those numbers um, offensively. Not the best defensive second baseman. I think his fielding percentage was like 970. Uh, I was about to say, yeah. Um, And then you go to Joe Morgan at $4, who... I was between Sandberg and Joe Morgan. To me, no disrespect to uh, you know Jackie Robinson, I'm not willing to pay five dollars for that player. So I went Ryan Sandberg. It, it came down to Ryan Sandberg and Joe Morgan. And if you look at their numbers, both Hall of Famers, um, Sandberg's uh, a one-time MVP compared to Joe Morgan's two-time. Um, you know, of course, Joe Morgan's a uh, uh, World Series MVP. Ryan Sandberg never got that chance. So, you know, there's one up there, but if you look even deeper, Sandberg's going to give you those power numbers as well as those defensive numbers. I think he's a seven-time Gold Glove winner. Maybe
0: I'm I'm going to look it up. Okay, cuz I don't
1: I don't have all I don't have my tech here. So, I think Sandberg, I think both of them were 10-time All-Stars. I think Ryan Sandberg was a seven-time Silver Slugger, and Morgan I think is a three or four times. Right, and then Sandberg um, is a multiple Gold Glover. So to me, those players you know are right there. The only real staggering number is War. I think uh, Ryan Sandberg's like a 61, 62, 63 career wins above replacement. And I know Joe Morgan's a hundred point three or yeah, something. Yeah, I was about
0: to say he's just over a hundred last. So season.
1: to me, I'm willing to to save. Uh, Three
0: dollars and go, Ryan Sandberg. So you're going a heavy hitter somewhere else. Is why. Yep. Uh Sandberg a 285 average. Yep. That's a two compared to a 267 average for Joe Morgan. Right. But I went Joe Morgan for his career war at 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, why I chose Joe Morgan too was many consider that 75, 76 Reds one of the two, probably the 75 Reds best team in. Possibly ever, mm-hmm. top five teams ever for sure. Right, and this guy's the MVP, hitting three for both both those years as they win. You know, five time Gold Glover, uh, uh, player of the year, Major League Player of the Year two times.
1: I think Sandberg was
0: once. I yes. believe so. Yep. Two time MVP, Hall of Fame in '90. I think he went to the Hall of Fame. Sandberg was still playing. Yep, but the Kind career, of. Kind or, of excuse me. Uh, two seventy one was Morgan's. 268 on home runs for for Joe Morgan versus 282. Right. So and but, right
1: right about the same. And you got you, one thing that I took into account though is Joe Morgan played a couple more years. Absolutely. Over, overall. Overall. Yeah. Um, but I think you can mix and, and match these numbers so much that they bring
0: different different just just play to the game. Well, and why I went Ryan Sandberg uh, at. A Dollar because originally I had when I made this list, I made this list months ago, right? And then I know you've, been, you've been talking to me for about it for a while, yeah, probably four months now. Um, why I put Sandberg low because originally I had him higher, but his roar was uh, was not, I think it's one of the worst on out of this entire list. It's close, yeah, it's it, so that's one, and I think that I put him lower if I remember right because. He just up and left baseball for a year, kind of mm-hmm. done with it, and decided a year and a half later, "Oh, I'll come back." And was garbage. Yep. And so, I'm not saying that guys don't hang on past their prime. All guys that were prime normally do. Mm-hmm. But if he would have went out on top, I think that he would have been the three or four dollar player there. Yep.
1: And and I like it because this is actually one trade that the Cubs um, stole.
0: Uh, the, oh, the Cubs have made,
1: the Cubs have been sellers forever. This is yep. one deal that they made that, you know, I think he played all but one year with the Cubs. So yep. um, you know, it's a steal to me, really.
0: Yeah. So uh absolutely understand that one. We could stay all day, like we said, on that one, go ahead and uh do short stops for yep. us, Jeff. Okay,
1: so we're going into uh short stops here. Five dollar player, Mr. Cub Ernie Banks, um gave you a lot of pop. Um, at the shortstop position, 512 home runs, I believe. Um, played his entire 19-year career with the Cubs. Um, uh, number four, the Iron Man, Ripken Jr. I think uh, uh, he holds the, the most games played, played consecutively. consecutively that I don't think will ever be broken.
0: Probably not with how today's going. No.
1: So, um, um, You know... Also, another you know he he moved a position, but primarily. But
0: primarily, yep. And I think he moved for necessity of the team. Yep. He he could still play shortstop, or he could have played third base. I mean, but Santa, you know, so yep. That's why he he stayed at shortstop in my list.
1: Yep. Um, three dollar uh, player, Ozzy Smith. Um, the. Uh, The wizard, if you will, wearing the the, uh, baby blue jerseys for the Cardinals. Um, We'll let Jeremy um, spit that later. Number two, uh, $2 player, Barry Larkin, Hall of Famer. Um, First
0: 30-30 shortstop.
1: Yep, um, just stellar, stellar player, both sides of the ball. Um, And then we get into our $1 player um, with... The sixth most hits in MLB history, Derek Jeter. You um, stole my line. I was going to say the
0: sixth most hits.
1: I know, I know, I'm aware. <laughs> um, um, one of very few captains in the Yankees organization or Yankee history. So um, again, Ernie Banks, Cal Ripken Jr., Ozzy Smith, Barry Larkin, rounding it up at one dollar. Derek Jeter. Uh, coach, what do you got?
0: No, I want to hear what you have first. You want I to hear I went, what I have first? I, I went first a couple times, so okay. I want to hear what you have.
1: So, um, at shortstop, I'm splurging here, and I'm going Ernie Banks at $5, and here's why. Um, like I said... Great buy. Great buy. Um, uh, f- brings uh, the, I, I don't know if there's a better power-hitting shortstop that's ever played other than Ernie Banks. I, I don't I mean, know I, if there's anything to argue no, there, Like um, Not the greatest shortstop. He played um 9 9 seasons at shortstop. I think
0: 11 um at first. At per, at, he actually logged more at first base, yep. but for all intents and purposes, I view him as a shortstop. Yep. Um but he was the heart and soul of
1: that Cubs team for many many 20 years, years almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um beloved there. So for me, I'm going to spend $5 and get a little more pop um and bring in a shortstop that can what what well, Ernie Banks is a shortstop that teams want now as far as the makeup.
0: Yeah, he might not have quite the range. Right. But, my goodness, the guy can still hit. Yep. So, uh, 274 batting average for Ernie Banks in his career. Yeah. I mean, as a shortstop, I'll take a guy hitting over 270 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. 512 home runs. Yeah. I mean, now, I think that – I I wonder – and everybody can wonder on what they want. If he would have stayed at shortstop for 12, 15 years, what that would have been, if that makes sense. If he, his body would have deteriorated a oh, little quicker, sure, that sure. kind of feeling. But yeah. man, I've watched him. You know the highlight. Reel. Man, that guy. I really like Ernie Banks. Oh, yeah. Really like Ernie yep. Banks. But I'm gonna go with my favorite player in history, the captain. Barry Larkin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I. You looked at me a little strange there. Yeah. I think Jeter, stats wise, on the offense was worth the dollar, but his in intangibles he's worth ten dollars. Yeah. But his fielding. Yeah, he made some great plays in that turn and, and you know the jump and all yep. that. But his range compared to the other four shortstops on this, I really think were, was not as well. And, not even Ozzie Smith. Okay, do you want to go into this? Sure. All right. Ozzy Smith is the most overrated player in baseball history. Baseball history. Here is why. He did backflips, and people remember that. I'm uh, going to look up these stats here, but I'm going to go biased here. Dave Concepcion beats him in four of five major stats. So um, I'm going to look this up. So give me a second. So okay. you tell me what you think of Smith and then I'm going to tell you.
1: Um, you know, to be honest, I other than the backflip, I I really can't, you know, name a whole lot of of things that he really brought to um, the shortstop position that is better than any any the other four um players. I think just going off of it a little bit further, I think if you if you follow any baseball media, they trash Jeter as a player, and I I I understand it, but Derek Jeter is a better player than what his uh, you know ranking at shortstop all time shows. I yeah, mean, this, no, that's fair. And then um, you know, going off of I I, I really can't um,
0: argue your pick with Larkin. I really can't. No, Larkin, we'll go to Larkin real quick. I got the stats pulled up that I'm going to do. But uh, Barry Larkin, his war was better than Banks, actually, I believe. Okay. Or it's very similar, but I think Mm -hmm. uh, Banks was like 62 to 64 range. Barry's just over 70. Um, 30 for 30, three-time gold glover, and nine-time silver slugger, though. A Hall of Famer, 12-time All-Star. He was an MVP... And he played the latter half, the you know the second half of his career, with just garbage, garbage Reds teams. And so I think that kind of gets overlooked. Yeah. The last ten years of his career, eight years of his career or so, he played with really bad teams. But that guy could do it all. Thirty for thirty, could run, could hit, a solid defender all the way. And he had twenty three hundred hits, a two ninety five average, just under two hundred home runs for a career, nine hundred sixty RBIs. 379 stolen bases, though. He could run, he could hit, he could do a little of everything. He had some flair, um, but he wasn't pedazzle flair. But, right. yeah. So, Barry Larkin, I think, is a great value there. Yeah. um, I would have probably went number two if I had the money, would have been Ernie, Ernie yeah. Banks for me. But, Absolutely. Fun,
1: fun fact here real quick. Yeah. I actually went to Cooperstown the year that Larkin and Sano went in. I didn't go to the ceremony, but I went – um, just a few months before, and they had a nice, uh, you know, Ron Sano had passed by them. but yep. they had a whole case of uh, the old-school Reds uh, cut off, or the, the sleeveless, the sleeveless pinstripes. Yeah. Yep. They had some of his cleats and gloves, and so that's just a little two cents. That, two cents. Yep.
0: All right, here's the most overrated player we're going to get on our side tangent. Ozzie Smith is the, by far, most overrated player. He did some backflips. Here's Dave Concepcion, not in the Hall of Fame. All right. 267 batting average for Concepcion. Ozzie Smith, 262 batting average. So five points difference. All right. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, They both played 19 seasons. Um, Davey played in nine postseasons. Smith played in eight. Four World Series for Concepcion. Three for Smith. 101 home runs for Concepcion. 28 for Ozzie. No pop. No. Couldn't hit. 950 RBIs for Concepcion. 793 RBIs for Ozzy Smith. The only thing that um, Smith had more of were hits. He had 2460 to 2326. So about 100 more hits. Right. Half a season's worth. Right. You know, on a good season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and then the fielding percentage 971. Oh, I already did that one. Excuse me. So, uh, Davy wins in four of five. Mm hmm. Concepcion's not even considered sniffing the Hall of Fame. Smith did backflips and was a player. Probably a nice guy, but no, no, just the most overrated player in baseball. Yeah. History. Not baseball now, but baseball history. Ozzy Smith is the most overrated player. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. i I'm, I'm kind of done. I think that he was the most... There's just... Oh, cool. He, he had some pedazzle. But, yeah, no. That doesn't mean that he was just a better player. at the, Even in the era that he played in. Right. I don't think he would hold water compared to some of the guys now, even. No. So... Absolutely Simmons not. over... Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like uh, Lindor. Lindor. Uh, you know, I think there's three or four shortstops right now that I think that are all better fielders than him. But, for all intents and purposes... Uh, we'll, uh, um, we'll say that Ozzy's on the list, but no, I'm glad that you didn't pick him because I would have came across the table and smacked the living snot out of you. No. All right. Uh, let's go over to third base. Uh, Mike Schmidt for the Phillies. Great third baseman for a long time. Yep. So, uh, George Brett, man, the guy could hammer. Yep. Man, the guy could hammer. Uh. A-Rod. We're, we moved A-Rod to third. Yep. He, he played a lot of his career there. Um, I don't love putting him on the list, but his numbers... I think numbers, you have to. I think you have to. I think he's top 10 in hits, isn't he, or close? close. I think he was 11. Yeah. So, um, A-Rod's on there. Yep. And, and so you have to put that. Chipper Jones, the switch hitter. Yep. Uh, guy I loved watching growing up. Oh, man. yeah. And uh, I think that Chipper absolutely deserves a spot on the list. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a guy that... Could have been probably anywhere from 4 to $2 easily, too. Wade Boggs, Wade Boggs is, Boggs, is yeah. your number five. Wade Boggs on a good team. Imagine if Wade Boggs was on a good team. I know. Man. Just could, could absolutely stroke the ball, man. So, Jeff, who'd you take first there?
1: Um, I went $2 player, Larry Chipper Jones. I went Chipper Jones because um, of the switch hitting yeah. aspect. Um, not great. I don't he not even, not even really a good fielder. I mean, he's really not average um, at best. Moved to the outfield, but I think, you know, he's one of those players that, you know, blue collar, bring your lunch pail to work every day kind of guy. Um, put up a lot of hits. He was a mainstay in some of those, in, in almost, well, he, not in some of them, in all of those, um, you know, National League winning Braves teams. And, um, you know, moving to left field, really, and he didn't play there long, I think two two seasons, years, yeah, um, so um can do it from both sides of the plate equally yeah. um, so I went a little discounted here again and went chipper Jones, yeah, and your
0: and how your team's set up, you can do that, yep, now, I went the opposite direction here, I went Mike Schmidt, this is one of my five dollar players, okay. so I think when. Out of com- you know, when multiple Hall of Famers, if you see them talk, best third baseman, Mike Schmidt, Mike Schmidt, without even hesitation. Right. I don't know if you do that at every position that we talk about. Mm-hmm. There, there's arguments to be made. So while I might consider somebody the best, you might, everybody I know says Mike Schmidt's the best third baseman, a career 106 war, uh, 548 home runs. A 3.80 on base, slugging 5.27, 9.08 OPS. This guy is my go-to. Like, hey, 12-time All-Star, 10-time Gold Glover, 6-time Silver Slugger, World Series, 3-time MVP. Like, mm-hmm. it just as a third baseman, just one of the best and could field. He could oh, play my... a little first base. He wasn't uh, – he's not the best fielder overall on the list either. Mm-hmm. But Chipper, by far, is the, the worst fielder on the, out, of, oh, yeah. out of the list. So, oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, I went Mike Schmidt right away. Yeah. And so... Uh,
1: and and what's hard is, is you know, when I'm reading this, it's with, with this list that we've compiled here, it, we didn't even include Brooks Robinson. He was six on my list. You're right, and I, and I took to, him out. Yeah, it's just difficult to, like, get all those players in, so...
0: Yeah, and I think that all the other guys kind of played such a big role yep. later that it just kind of maybe pushed him out, too. Sure.
1: Um Okay, so now we're transitioning to my neck of the woods, the outfielders. The outfield, and um, we are going. I'm going left fielders here. Uh, Five dollar player, um, Barry Bonds.
0: Man, yeah. could he do it all? He don't care uh, steroids. He yep. did it before the steroids.
1: Yep. He, you know, what what's what's hard for me is to justify because I wasn't around during his um, Pittsburgh days, so I didn't get to see. You know the 30 and 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 some of those things. So um, again, Barry Bonds, five dollar player, uh, four dollar player um, could be the best hitter on this entire list of you know players. Um, Ted Williams, I uh, mean the best hitter on the list. Yeah, um, you know he even left he left the game too and multiple times. Yeah, and still came back. I mean the only the only um, player to ever hit over four hundred for a season. So um, number four. Ted Williams. Uh, number three dollar player, Ricky Henderson. Um, stole a lot of bases, you know, talked in third person. You want to talk about someone with a lot of flair, Ricky was that
0: guy. Um, you know, we talked about uh, the Big Bobber a couple weeks ago saying, you want you, want to, uh, you want me to tell you how good I am, just mm-hmm. ask me. Ricky yep. Henderson was that 2.0, oh, 10 yeah. years later. Yep. Uh, Two dollar player here, Carl Yastrzemski. Um,
1: another guy that just... That was, Rakes, yeah, Rakes, right there in uh, in Fenway, um, and then going to the one dollar player Manny Ramirez, Manny, uh, Mandy, yeah, Manny being Manny, surprise
0: you a little bit, but a you look bit. at what he he did in his career. I think mm-hmm. that he fits right in this list. Left field was, I want to say though, the weakest overall position to look at because there's five, seven, nine right fielders or center mm-hmm. fielders, and I was going, man, who's that dollars. And I just kept looking at two or three guy stats, and Manny ended up coming. Yep. So, uh, I will go ahead and give you my my player, my stud, I think the best value at $4, Ted Williams. Okay. Ted Williams, 123 war, 344 career batting average. And he left in his prime. Twice! <laughs> to go, uh... To go serve. Yeah. Yeah, he yep. was a pilot. The second time he went back, I don't know if you know this, he went back to go train pilots. I did not know that. So, there's your there's your history tidbit. Nice. So, nice. uh... The only thing he couldn't do, <laughs> in my mind, was he couldn't steal a base to save his life. He was slower and snot. Right. He, pathetic. Not pathetic, but not a good defensive guy by any stretch. Right. But... A slugging percentage of 634 and OPS of 1116. Impressive. Uh, I, I, mean, I, yeah. I can't go any better. I think he's the best value at $4 on the entire list. Ted Williams, that was an easy buy for me. Okay. Um, so who you got?
1: This one may, this one, I think you'll understand it, but it may, you know, you $3 Ricky Henderson.
0: Oh, I went, don't like it. I
1: went three dollar Ricky Henderson because one, he's gonna hit home runs at the leadoff spot. Two, if he doesn't hit a home run, he's gonna steal two bases and get the third base. Um in the out journeyman, I mean he is the journeyman. Yeah. Um good in the outfield. I like him in the outfield, but I like the flair, man. I like you know when he, you know, hits the home run and, and pops it. Yeah. I I love the third person talk of of Ricky Henderson. So to me, um I I, I went you know three dollar Ricky Henderson. So okay
0: Um why I don't like Ricky Henderson, and when we go through your lineup, excuse me, um we'll we'll, we'll get the, to this Hall of Famer, AOMVP, MVP the year that um they went to, one of the years they went to the series. <laughs> yep, uh it, it ninety. He, yep. he was the MVP in 90 in the AL. Um, great war, a 110 war. The only thing I don't like, his last few years, he just should have hung it up. He, oh, yeah. He hung on to it. He held on just so long that I wanted to go, what are you doing? Like, the last few years, I'm trying to, 223, 228, 227, 219, 238, 233, <laughs> 315, in 99. And then uh, 236. I mean, these are just not good numbers after 1993. Right. He had one season, I think, that he had over 300, or two seasons over 300, one over 260. And then everything else. So if he would have stopped at, at the edge of that prime and held on two or three seasons, but he held on nine more seasons. Right. That's where I can't go him. I can't buy him. MVP, you're getting the, you know, the, the, uh, Yankees years, you're getting the Oakland years, yeah. uh, the early Toronto years, yeah. Love it. You're getting the Mets years, you're getting back to Toronto, the Seattle, the San Diego year. Right. The guy should have hung it up way before he did. That's why I don't love that pick. We can argue it later if you want. <laughs> I get what you want, though. You want like the power out of the leadoff spot. He's probably your leadoff hitter when we go to the lineups. Uh, that's very natural. Right. Um. But this, the latter half, of the last ten years, was just not anything that I would go. Yeah, this, this is uh, what I think good. So, um, I, I get it though. All right, moving on to center field. Uh, Five dollars here, Mickey May- Or Mi- Willie Mays. Excuse me, I kay. read that wrong. Yep. Willie Mays could do everything. Mm-hmm. If he chose Willie Mays. More power to you. If I chose Willie Willie Mays, more power to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mickey Mantle, guy that came and and after Joe DiMaggio, I mean, he really took over that center Mm -hmm. field, moved over from right field, but spent a majority of his career there. um, Ken Griffey Jr., man, the kid was good, especially Mm -hmm. those first 12, 13 years. Mm -hmm. And then the injury started hitting. He eventually moved to right field. Might have hung on a little too long too, but in his prime, Ken Griffey Jr. was Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh fourth, a guy that uh gets a bad rap, and I I've I've read some things, heard some things that it's not justified, is Ty Cobb. Okay. Ty Cobb's a dead ball error, but I think I don't don't quote me on this, but I believe his career average is right around three sixty seven. Yeah. I, I don't have that number in front of me, so I'm gonna look it up, but I've I've looked it up at points. That deserves I mean the guy could have played now. Oh the yeah. guy could have played now. Yep. And uh We'll we'll round out the list with Joe DiMaggio at a dollar. So uh, Jeff, I, I'm guessing you went Willie Mays, but I do not know who'd you take. I went the kid. You went the kid. Three dollar King Griffey Jr. Um, could go
1: out and just go get the ball in the yeah. outfield. Um, you know that left handed swing. It doesn't get it, that's smooth as silk, man. I mean prettiest thing you've ever oh, seen. Oh man, um, you know during the early years too could run a lot. Um. Also had the arm behind him too. Those early years, like you said, those injuries did catch up with him. Um, but um, he just, to me, for three dollars, I gotta take him. Okay, that's fair. Change right. the I, to me. Like that was the first superstar that I saw as a as a young, um,
0: you know, a young player watching baseball. I think so, that was all of us. He was the superstar. I mean, everything yeah. was was Ken Griffey Jr. growing up. Remember the Super Nintendo games with the oh, steroided yeah. muscles? Oh, yeah. It was Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. Yep. Not Barry Bonds baseball. It was right. Ken Griffey Jr. And so I think that Griffey's – yeah, I love Griffey. Yep. I love me some Ken Griffey. And I, I choose to remember him in the Seattle days. Yeah. I, as a Reds fan, I choose to remember him in the Seattle days. Yep. Because he was so good in Seattle. Yeah, it's just, all it's
1: all, it almost is. It you wish he would have never went to sh- Chicago, and played for the White Sox.
0: That's you forget about it. You before wanna, he went back to Seattle. Yep, yeah, it's it's just like man, you know, yeah, awkward looking in that jersey. But yeah. he he did play okay there for a couple weeks. Yeah, I think he played right field there for yeah, him. But yeah. yeah, but who'd you go with? Mickey Mantle. Okay, uh, I think Mickey Mantle could drive the ball as good as anyone. I think. He, he could play some center field, go get the ball. Played a little bit of first base. I think the last two years of his career he played some first base. But uh, he's he's a center fielder. He played a little right field, I think, early in his career with DiMaggio. <laughs> there for like a year or two. But this guy was just, I think, did it all. He he was a Hall of Famer, 20-time All-Stars. 20-time. Wow. Uh, MVP three times. His war, 116 war, Gold Glover, uh, you know, just. The list just just goes on and on and on. You know, and on base percentage, I think five, seven times he was number one in on base percentage during his career for the entire league and played 17 seasons with the Yankees. Wow. So I'm going with my guy. the only thing that kind of hurts him a little bit, I think he was a 260 hitter. Only thing, maybe I, I read that wrong. Um, no, 298. Yeah, I read my number upside down. 298, 539 home runs, 977 OPS. I love OPS. If you can't oh, tell, yeah. it's one of my go-to stats. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I love me some Mickey Mantle. Sure. So uh, he is my right field or my center field guy and uh go um, from
1: there i will uh here let's jump into um right field here so $5 player um we're going with the babe babe ruth um you know just iconic figure um when it comes to baseball when it comes to history of baseball um, he's
0: on the uh mount rushmore of, of, of oh, yeah. sports in yep, my mind yeah on
1: the um first ever um, class to go into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, which... And some
0: idiots still didn't
1: vote for him, but yep. whatever. Um, $4 player, the home run king, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Hank Aaron. Um, The just, home run king, yeah. Yeah, he's the home run king, in my opinion. Um, just, you know, Hank Aaron, um, to me is that guy. When you think of home run, you think of Hank Aaron. Uh, $3... Pay, $3... Excuse me. $3 player, um, Frank Robinson. Um... Again, just just another player that you th- when when you think of of a of a typical right fielder, Frank Robinson's there,
0: and all his stats are oh, in yeah. line with all those guys, and he, you kind of fall asleep. So you kind of go, well, is he really that good? Then look up his career stats if you if you have any questions on that.
1: Yep, um, going down to uh, our two dollar player, Roberto Clemente, um, just just. When it comes to an outfielder all around, Roberto Clemente's hard to not want to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just with the arm, with the bat. Um, you know his his work overseas. Um, you know it's hard not to pick him. And then number one, our, our excuse me, our one dollar player. And this this one dollar player in right field is the player that Jeremy and I went back and forth with the most. A hundred percent went back um, and forth. We, 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 it, we, we got a third-person opinion. We basically have um, a, a 5A and a 5B. Uh, 5A, we're going with Ichiro Suzuki. Um, so um, we went back and forth between him and Vladimir Guerrero, but we, we went with Ichiro. Um, again, another, another player that just from the left side, real unorth- the first time we've ever seen someone that can slap hit and hit anywhere and hit yeah. for raw power. Um, a great arm could run. Like I remember way back in his uh, his Seattle days when he threw out Terrence Long. No, oh, from, from from the fence at third base. At third base just just rock cannon.
0: And um, but Vlad had a cannon too. Vlad did. Yep. But yeah, you don't go wrong there. That's a position where I think they were seven or eight deep there. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And I think third base was another position there. There was two more guys that I go man. Yep. I just you have to cut people out eventually. Yep. But um, so who'd you go with? I went with
1: um, $2 player Roberto Clemente. I think for, for $2, I can get the Hall of Famer. I can get um, the player that's 31st all-time in hits. I can get the player that's, I believe, 12th, maybe 17th in there in outfield assists. I, I was on baseball, um, baseball Reference. If you look at outfield assists... His picture is the only one that's in color. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so this guy could do it all. Um, could run. Could run. Maybe the best arm on this list.
0: Which is incredible.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, uh, just MVP played in those World Series with those Pirates teams. Two <sighs> of them. Yeah. yeah. Took, you know, his, his, his resume is too good. not to... He was my first pick at $2.00. Roberto Clemente was the first player I picked on this list.
0: You're making me sick right now because Roberto Clemente is the first player that I put on my list. Yeah. Number one player that I chose at $2 was Roberto Clemente. Fifteen time All-Star. Yep. 12 time Gold Glover. Four batting titles. Uh MVP World Series MVP once out of the two that they won. Mm-hmm. Uh 359 on base percentage, could run, could hit for some power. 240, 3,000 career hits, got cut down there yep. it, and played there for so long, just under 194 and a half. War. Yeah. he, Honestly, and I don't know if I'm crazy for this, he may be the
1: best player on this list. Overall, I mean, if we're talking overall player, he may be the best overall From player. From top
0: to bottom, could do it on both sides. I think you're right. Yeah. On both sides, I think that if you're talking both sides just stood out, he's number one. I agree. Yep. And that's why I took Larkin at two, um, mm-hmm. because I think that he did it on both sides as well. Yep. The most consistent. Yep. But yeah, no, Clemente, I chose him as well. I hate that. That's the first one that we've both had the same. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> at least is. that's good. Yeah. At least that's entertaining, because yeah. like I said, we didn't we didn't discuss who we were choosing beforehand. Right. So, um, so yeah. There, There's your starting eight, per se. Yep. So, um, I'll give you a rundown of mine again. Bench, Pool holes, Morgan, Larkin, Schmidt, Williams, Mantle, and Clemente. And Jeff, yours is? I went to uh, Pudge Rodriguez, Miguel Cabrera,
1: Ryan Sandberg, Ernie Banks, Chipper Jones, Ricky Henderson, Ken Griffey Jr., and Roberto Clemente.
0: So, fun list, fun list there. But let's keep going. Yep. Um. You want to do a DH or a pitcher first? Let's do DH. Okay. Um, we put guys. There's a couple guys in here that were not true DHs, but they played a lot of positions. They played. there part time. You know. So I made the list on whatever I wanted to, and it's my list and yep. your list. Yep. We created this for yep. fun, and we we tweaked it together. So. Um, why don't we start with $5 is David Ortiz. I think one of the most clutch DHs, if not the clutch DH of all time. Mm-hmm. Pete Rose, number two, the Hit King. Yep, Hit King. Hit King. Hit Queen was on there with <laughs> the pit Prince, you know. <laughs> yep. But uh, yep. Uh, Pete Rose, number no, or the $4 player there. $3 player is Edgar Martinez. Um, I love... What he did Hall of Famer. He's the one that we talked about early in the show. He's that a I, pioneer. He, in my opinion, is a pioneer of the, the DH he, position. He was not a good second or third baseman. No. So, no. Uh, Paul Molitor played a little all over the infield. Mm-hmm. So, Paul Molitor is uh, another guy that put him on some better teams. Mm-hmm. And you would have seen maybe he might have been our $5 player. Right. Absolutely crushed it. And uh, to round out the list, Frank Thomas. Yep. Who, the big hurt, played in the steroid era. <laughs> yeah. And... That hurt some people, mm-hmm. and he was so big and strong naturally. He didn't do that crap, Mm-mm. and he—I mean, 500 home all day. So, yep. Uh, who, who'd you go, Jeff?
1: Um, this was an easy decision. Second overall pick. My five—one of my five-dollar picks. David Ortiz. I know okay. that surprises you
0: a little bit. Yeah, I thought um, you'd go a different route. I thought you'd go the route that I went. <coughs> I put it that way.
1: Okay. To me, I this position is made for a hitter and you touched on it. The clutchest hitter. You know, after, you know, once he came over to the Red Sox, he was the clutch hitter. Played some first base as well, but I'm putting him at my DH role any day of the week. You know, you saw what he did in the postseason. He might be oh, the, he, in two
0: thousand four. I remember staying up to watch every single game.
1: You know, B, you know Jeter is another player um, that performed well in the postseason. Reggie Jackson performed well in the, in the
0: uh, postseason. And he was one that we left off the and list. Left off. But uh, his career stats didn't match up to some of these other guys, and that's why. But
1: and and David Ortiz, to me, when I think of a of a DH,
0: big poppy's it. Okay. Um. Well, I can't argue any of that. Um, Big Poppy was a guy that I, I really wanted to have, mm-hmm. but I went with the guy that pioneered the position, Edgar Martinez. Um, Gar was 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 the man. 18 years there, and a 309 batting or career or 309 home runs, 312 uh, batting average. I mean the the war. He's one of the lower ones on the list, 68. Mm-hmm. But that's a really hard thing to say because. He was he wasn't a fielder, right? But a slugging percentage of five fifteen, I think. If I think vintage, DH, he's the guy. His stats and some people, well, he was in a hitter friendly park or blah blah blah. He was on some good teams there. Oh yeah, and <laughs> driving force w- with A Rod and Griffey. Yep. So I'm going Edgar Martinez. I I think that he was my uh, he was one that I didn't struggle a whole lot with, with right. going sure all day. That's the guy that I went. I want to say Pete Rose, but he, he held on so long. Right. I want to say Poppy because of what he could do. Right. And, and the excitement he brought me when I was growing up in high sure. school and in college and such. But I, I went with Martinez for my $3 pick because of what he brings to the table. Sure. So, um, um, next, I'll get into starting pitchers. Let's do starting pitchers. Starting pitchers. Um, I know we're going to agree on this already because um, of past yep. conversations. Uh, number uh, – our, our –
1: pitcher here, Nolan Ryan, strikeout king. I mean, uh, uh, no hitter. Ventura knows all about that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No no hitter king. Um, Never a Cy Young winner, though. Yeah. Um, Played for 20, pitched for 20 years. Um, You know, number five, or a $5 pitcher, Nolan Ryan. Number, excuse me uh $4 pitcher the big unit Randy Johnson man just dominant you know struggled we talked about this last week i think struggled uh when he pitched up north um went to seattle figured it out big show mullet
0: i mean oh, oh. everything and then arizona with Schilling. man yep. they they were crazy good then oh too. yeah
1: yep yep um $3 player Greg Maddox.
0: um just um phew. Somebody, and I think we touched on it last week, too. Who was that quote by? But it, it was, you know, he could throw it through a lifesaver. I th- oh, yeah. I think it might have been Joe Morgan that said that. He yep. could throw it through a lifesaver. And have you seen the movement on some of his pitches? Insane, man. It Just for how his arm angle, you just go, wow, how did he do that?
1: Right. And that's just someone that had so much just touch when it came to, you know, pitching. He made it an art. You know? Absolutely. Um, $2 player, Pedro Martinez. Um just a, a bulldog on the mound. Um, another player with just... Figured it
0: out later after yep. he was in Montreal.
1: Yep. Just another player that had uh, just nasty, nasty movement. Oh, um, and yeah. everything moved. Yep. Uh, One dollar player, Roger Clemens. Um,
0: I, I put Clemens on here. I, I, you could have put Walter Johnson, but he played in such a dead ball era that I right. didn't want to. But uh, I, And I think the,
1: the starting pitcher is going to be the hardest. Because you have... Sandy Koufax, you have Cy Young, you have, um,
0: um, you know, all these. I, <laughs> there, there's a handful. So you could have done fifteen guys. Yep. Clayton Kershaw could almost be on this list. Oh yeah, almost yeah. already. Yeah, and he's in the prime of his career. Yep. So, uh, and I know you probably wanted your boy on there too. Tim come, not yet. No, not yet. But well, uh, I went Pedro. I know you went Pedro. I already I went, know it. I went two dollar Pedro too. Uh. Man, the guy was the ultimate competitor there. Mm-hmm. A little nuts, and I love that out of a pitcher. Yep. Um. You know, I thought Bob Gibson. I mean, he, he had the stuff of Bob Gibson, but he did it so much longer. Yep. And Gibson had great years, but he didn't do it long enough. Yep. Uh, if you want to talk about maybe, if you want, hey, the best season ever, you want him that season, you get him in that one season. Bob Gibson's my guy. Mm-hmm. But Pedro... Reds, oh my, the Mets, he did it so late into his career. Yep. Yeah, we both agree on that one. Yep. So, um, we'll go to relievers now. So, um, first off, Mariano Rivera, that splitter. Cutter. Cutter. I splitter. I was thinking somebody else. I'm thinking somebody else. (laughs) Trevor Hoffman. Yep. Guy that was a converted shortstop that couldn't Mm -hmm. hit. Mm -hmm. Taught himself how to throw the changeup. That changeup. Sick. Mm -hmm. Sick. Uh, Dennis Eckersley. $3 player there. Yep. Uh he kind of just did it all and had the flowing hair and the Athletics were so dominant when he pitched there. Yep. Um you, you had to beat them early mm-hmm. because Eckersley was coming in. Uh the second or uh the $2 guy is Bruce Suter. I mean basically created the pitch. Yep. Yeah, I mean yep. <laughs> he did. So Sutter's yep. my $2 guy and Lee Smith there's another seven now guys that we could have gotten into, but Lee Smith's mm-hmm. numbers. I mean, really his heyday was the Cubs. Yes. But he held on and went for a while, but my goodness, the guy could pitch. So yeah. uh, I went with Bruce Sutter. Did you? Hall of Famer. Just, I went back and I struggled on this one. I went, man, I want to go Hoffman or, or, or Rivera. But Sutter, man, yeah, just the, the movement that he could throw it on the ball. Did it for so long. It was kind of a no-brainer for me in some aspects too. It was like hit you in the head, like just take him. Two dollars is a steal. So uh, there's my reliever. So
1: I went to five dollar Mariano Rivera. I think there's not many um, pitchers that lived on one pitch, or many players that lived on one area. So to me Mariano you know what's Rivera, yeah Mariano Rivera in that cutter was so dominant for so long saves a leader i will take that at five dollars to secure a game
0: and like we said there's no going wrong with that uh you could do any of them right. any of them so yep. uh so yeah so your uh, starter and my starter both Pedro your d h was big poppy mine was Martinez yours was Rivera for a closer mine was Bruce suituter yep so uh, we get down to a, to the manager. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun one, and uh, I think we're going to run out of time. So we're going to start doing it again if we run out here. We'll know here in like five seconds.
1: All right, Jeremy. Going into uh, the managers, this is a uh, an area that I actually asked to be added in. Yeah. Um. So um. Just you know, just something fun. So um. Here's the list. Um. At one dollar, Bruce Bochy, three time uh World Series champ um you know really just has taken some of these teams and really turned them around um number 2 Sparky Anderson um you know Hall of Fame manager uh just someone that really knew how to get the best out of his teams. Yep. Um number 3 Joe Torre um you know most known for his Yankee years, you know really dominated, you know, the the uh the steroid era, really. Yeah. I mean, he really and, did, and ran right through it. Yeah. Um, uh, four dollar player Bobby Cox. Yeah. Or four dollar manager Bobby Cox. Um, just a uh, uh, a manager that just really went out and and just showed his emotion, um, but just really knew how to win ball games. And uh, five dollar manager Tony La Russa. Um. You know, one of the very few managers to, you know, win a World Series with, in both leagues, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, like we touched on, you know, many times through this list, he managed some very good Oakland teams and some managed great some teams. great Cardinals teams. So um, I'll go ahead and take this one first. Okay. My manager um, is $4 Bobby Cox. I think when it came down to winning ball games and managing just, Purely managing um, uh, uh, a club, I don't think it gets better than Bobby Cox. I, he showed you emotion. I think he
0: he probably leads the he 187. Last I remember. Yep. On the ejections. Um,
1: so played you know managed with a lot of passion. So for me, it it was a no brainer to take Bobby Cox at four dollars.
0: You know, I struggled with this one. Where do I want to allot my money? And I put it on the field. So I put Bruce Bochi. I really yep. like Bochy. I really like what he can do. Bruce Bochy had a dollar three time World Series champion with some i mean he had some great players there, but he had some mm-hmm. poor players I and mean, Brandon Bell he really has brought along Brandon Crawford he's really brought along, yep you know you could name three or four other guys that he's brought and made better, yep, so I went Bochy. i I tried to put my money on the field, and that's why I chose that way okay so but uh neither neither is wrong no so um Jeff, before we bore everybody. Let's let's get to the call of the closer. Okay, call of the closer is your lineup. Our lineup. Okay. So um, at your lineup, how you build it. Sure. Um, you go first. I'll go second, if that's okay. Yeah. And then uh, we'll wrap this up, and then uh, we'll we'll let the fighting begin af- afterward. Absolutely. Um. So I maxed out my total at
1: um, thirty six dollars. Yep. Um. So what I'm doing here first is. I'm uh, leading off my left fielder, my $3 player, Ricky Henderson. Um, you know, I mean, hands down, probably the best leadoff hitter on this list, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get on base, we'll run. Uh, batting second, second baseman Ryan Sandberg at $1. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm modeling it in today's game, and you see a yeah, lot. Of- the, as am I. Yeah, as am I. So I put Sandberg at two there. Um, Again, playing second base. My three-hitter, shortstop, $5 player, Ernie Banks.
0: Can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong there. If, if I had your team, Banks would have been the first person I put in the lineup yep. at three. Um, batting fourth, center field,
1: uh, Griffey. Almost like a flip. Because you, you almost have to view this lineup as a softball lineup. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be another guy that's going to flip, is going to drive runs in, um, is going to get on base and run. Uh batting fifth, right fielder, two dollar player, Roberto Clemente. Um you know, just there t- to bring some more power in. Yeah. Um batting sixth, my DH, my five dollar player, David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, clutch. Um, you know he has
0: uh, clutch and he can drive those middle guys in. Oh, ab-
1: absolutely. Batting seventh, first baseman, one dollar player, Miguel Cabrera. Um triple you know, crown winner. Triple crown winner, batting seventh, which You know, on this list, you can't really. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Batting eighth, third baseman, $2 player, Chipper Jones. Um, You know, someone that is going to, you know, top to bottom. I'm just, you know, top to bottom, he's going to be there to hit, especially in the eighth spot. I'll take that all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, And then batting ninth is uh, my catcher, my $3 player, uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Yeah. Rounding it up there.
0: Yeah, Uh, Pudge, 267 hitter-ish. Yeah. 270 hitter kind of guy. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I feel like the only thing, what happens there, if you get out at seven as out three, I'm picking yours apart. I expect you to do the same. Okay. Uh, Chipper is fine coming out at the eight spot, but Pudge is weak, and Henderson, there's times where you can just beat Henderson. Right. So I think that, that that's the hole in your lineup. Sure. I think the strength of your lineup is three, four, five, six. Yep. That there's a lot of runs that come through oh, there. yeah. And a lot of home you, I, runs. A lot I of home runs. You would have went Griffey three, Banks four. That's the only okay. one. I, I, it was a little. I yep. thought, and I thought Big Poppy might have been up there just because yeah. of what
1: he could do. Honestly, when I started doing it, I realized that man, I'm I'm six deep and I haven't even put Poppy in yet. So, you know, that's just. I
0: kinda... made a change. I made a change to mine, so I get that. Okay. So okay. Um. First off, my my two dollar player as well, Clemente, could run, could hit. What can you say wrong? Guy's gonna get on base. Sure. I, I'm not building it for the speed lineup. I'm building it for drive the runs in. You know. Sure. Yeah. So uh, second, Joe Morgan. Uh, Absolutely. Hit hit in the middle of all those lineups. Every yep. lineup in Houston and Cincinnati. You yep. know, the guy could just rake. Um. And had really just two or three bad years that really brought his average down yep. from what it was. But Joe Morgan, I think, in the two-hole, uh, Ted Williams three. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think you're gonna be shocked by that one. Nope. Uh, four, Mickey Mantle could could run. I thought about putting him at two at points. I thought about putting him at one at points. Uh, he's he's my four hitter. Could could because of the pop that he had. Sure. Um and and he hit three four in that Yankees lineup always Mm -hmm. so uh, five is Edgar Martinez okay yeah at three thirteen with three hundred nine home runs and he's only hitting yeah all day yep um six Schmidt uh that's where I feel like my fall off is the next two guys is is Schmidt at at six but you know if you need a clutch hit he's a guy that you want up there I think Mm -hmm. he can drive those guys in front of him. Seventh, Albert Pujols. Uh, if Pujols had continued to do it when he went to the AL here, I think that he would be hitting fifth for me. Yeah, absolutely. But it just hasn't translated the last couple of years. But he's old enough that he could retire. Uh, after that, I have bench at eight. Um, a 270-ish hitter, hitting eighth, catcher. I don't need him to be my, my offensive threat. Yep. But I think he was a six-hitter for the Reds mm-hmm. in, in the big red era. So, eight, yep, I'll take that. And, and how I designed my lineup is Larkin's hitting ninth. The 30 for 30 guy can roll that over, and Clemente then becomes the, the two hitter. Sure. Because he can do so much with the bat. Right. So, uh, that, that's my rollover. So, uh, let, let's hear your pick apart.
1: I, I don't really have one. I think, you know, five and six. Is going to be your you know weak points yeah I, I if there is one yeah, um, if there is one in any of these lineups right I think um uh I, I i honestly like the Larkin in the ninth spot um but again i I think what the difference you know in our lineups show that like I'm wanting to run
0: yes that um, that is the biggest difference I noticed too it, but it, I'm
1: top heavy with it
0: too. Yeah, and, you know. and, and, but that's okay because yep. Griffey could run. Yep. Griffey could run. He didn't steal a lot of bases, but he could run. Right. And he could he ran the bases extremely well. Yep. So, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I think I went for more of the power game. Yep. Uh, Paul Hole, Schmidt, Martina. I mean, man, these guys are the, the pop. And I, I want the on-base guys in front more right. than Clemente Williams. I think, I think outside
1: of a hole, I think the most surprising part is leading off Clemente. I mean that's not not saying it's wrong, but like you see it now, like with the Cubs leading off Rizzo, sometimes you you know it I I it just it was one of those things that you don't think of him as a leadoff hitter.
0: No, and I don't either. Right. But if you look at my lineup, the only other guys Morgan could have. Right. But I don't think that that's where he's best suited, sure. and Larkin's the other guy. But Larkin at nine just made so much sense. Yep. And so yeah, no, but. Yeah. Jeff, I'm not going to lie, I could do this for another two hours. I know, that was a blast. Like, it's already way later than I realized. I know. We could almost, do, maybe future, we'll do this with current players. That's, you're reading my mind. I was going to say, do you want to do this next week with current players? We could. Because, <laughs> let's do it. Alright. We just decided. Yeah, so. we'll do uh, another, uh, what do we call it? Uh, Top starting nine. Top starting so, nine. Um, I will post this on Twitter tomorrow morning. Okay. Um... Get on there. Uh, you'll see the list. Make yours thirty-six dollar budget. Average three dollars a player. I think that's right in the middle. That's yep. fair for everybody. Uh, man, we only had two guys overlap too. That really? was exciting. Yeah, and both were two dollar guys because yep. bang for the buck. Starting pitchers and right fielders are bang for the buck if you ask oh, me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Best. So, uh, yeah, Jeff, that was so much fun. I that was. I could do that anymore. Do you have a curtain call? Um. I honestly don't. Perfect, because I don't either.
1: Yeah, no, so. I think we we spent you know a lot of time with this, and we I had a blast. Um, so again, guys, follow us on Twitter at Rance Baseball. Um, you know we're we're coming to you live, somewhat live by the time you hear this um, from the Anchor App, Anchor Apps only channel, devoted only to baseball. Yes. Um, again, I'm Jeff Four
0: Four Himes at J-H-X-L-I-V. am at Coach Kilgore Nine, Jeremy Kilgore. So. Yep. Uh, Jeff and for the the fours, people don't realize that's the Roman numeral.
1: It is, Yep. My my uh, Twitter handle is my initials, and
0: um, uh, I figured that out because yeah. I, I I'm pretty decent at math. But yep. yeah, so uh, yeah, check us out, Pocket Cast, Anchor app. Get the Anchor app. They just updated it, the best update I've ever seen. Yep. And eventually,
1: um, once we get time, we'll have a Spotify. We'll Spotify, be up on Spotify. Yeah, yeah,
0: we're gonna work on that. But yeah. Uh, that was fun, Jeff. Yeah. So, uh, as for Jeff Forsheims, Coach Kilgore, we'll check in with you next week.
1: Thanks, guys.